previously on Live at 605. And I'm so sad. A home in the burbs can make us happy. No, that's fake news. Maybe in 10 years. Uh, 10 years. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is the season 18 finale Why? of Live at 605. Too sad. It's it's been a it's been a great season. That's all I can say. It's probably hands down the best season. Yeah. Well, clearly only get better with time. Yeah. But then I think the other side of it is so many big life chapters and moments mm. that people can relate to have happened this season. Right. So I think it's like if you've come on the journey with us. And have these huge milestones like wedding shenanigans, lead up to the wedding, yep. post wedding, mm. buying a house, teeth, teeth. all these things um, you can relate to. So, what do you think? Season so season nineteen, Jesus, that's crazy. We'll be back in twenty twenty. Wow, I'd say probably Jan- mid to late January, yeah, probably, just so we can live our lives and get some <laughs> stories, and hopefully by then you have your tooth. Teeth. Oh my god, that's the only thing that hasn't happened in 2019. So literally, I still don't have a final tooth. All you want for Christmas is your front tooth. Yeah. Why? <laughs> and um, yeah, no, I'm excited to do that. I'm also, although I feel like we could have kept going, but I think it's good to take a break now just with the new house getting settled in. <laughs> like, we have lived a life this season. Yeah, I feel like we've lived a life since even just the summer. Yeah. Like, when I look back, I'm like, how is it? late mid to late november well it's like we bought this house in was it september mm-hmm. two yeah. months ago oh my god already <laughs> yeah well Crazy. we didn't really move in until last week that's true right so we're finally back in our new 605 studio we got the actual setup going yeah, this it's, one has more windows i know so it's easier to get distracted <laughs> yeah and space in and a weird space. way but I think next season we'll get more comfortable chairs because yes. right now we're just in our dinner chairs because <laughs> yeah. we threw away our old ass desk chairs. That's because they were rickety. That's true. And yeah, it's crazy. What um, uh, I was going to say something. <laughs> I was just, uh, no, I guess I already teed it off. But next season we'll be back early next year. And then we'll be talking about hopefully New Tooth. We'll be talking about Christmas, New Year's, and everything in between. Absolutely. Wait an hour. What's so funny? Your tummy's going insane. No, it's just making weird noises. It's not it, hunger pain. It's not. It just keeps going. Just keeps going. <laughs> just did it again. Why don't I just... No, 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 no. I'll let you know when I get hungry. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Oh, Lord. So, this week, what do you want to tell everyone what the finale is? I'm very excited. We did last week's. So. I know, but maybe they didn't hear last week's episode. So, so this week's episode is all about the best of 2019 which is john's usually favorite episode yeah. ever of a season to do mm-hmm. um we are also probably coming out earlier than other competitor screw podcasts. you pitchfork <laughs> yeah, dot pitch, com pitchfork vulture spinning rolling stone etc so this is where hopefully for everyone listening going into december aka the best of 2019 months mm-hmm. you will already have a leg up Yes. on the competitors and conversation starters because you'll have listened to our list. Exactly. And we're going to be counting down our favorite albums, songs, TV shows, movies, and concerts of the year. So before it's, it's we're going to get into it because there's a lot to talk mm-hmm. about. But before we do, I feel like we should jump into the super fan. Yeah. So this is our super fan of... Well, well, well. 
Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. So this is definitely uh, our youngest super fan yeah, ever by he's far. He's a mini super fan. Mini super fan. I'd say a couple weeks ago we had our oldest super fan with Pops Malin. <laughs> yeah. But we're keeping it in the family. And now we have our youngest super fan coming in at uh, three, three years and about two months. Yeah. It's Maddox, oh. our little super fan nephew in Ottawa. What happened there? So we got a phone call from Pops and Mom's Mountain last week. And, oh, well, we got to talk about a couple of things. But they were just calling to see how we were doing and be like, oh, I just want to see how the new house is, if you feel settled in, this and that. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're good. And my dad's just like, so I got some news. So we were driving Maddox to swimming, I guess, yeah. or something. And, like, we had the podcast on. And already I'm like, I don't think this is suitable <laughs> for a little kid. But he's only three, so yeah. whatever. My folks are just you like. You who dis. <laughs> And so my dad is has the podcast on, and Maddox, our little nephew in the back seat, just goes, "That's John and Val talking," Aww. and he got so excited. And then he was just like, he loved all the stings. He'd be like, "They're making funny voices." Yeah, and, and then stuff. he's like, "This is crazy." This is crazy. So he loved listening to the podcast. Yeah, but then they had to turn it off. Then they had to turn it off because one of us started swearing. That must have been you. Must have been me, right? Yeah. Heaven forbid, it, it definitely would not be you. Oh, God, no. So I thought that was so awesome that, first of all, he like recognized our voices so mm-hmm. much and he's like, that's John and Val. Absolutely, because we don't get to see Maddox as often. Yeah, because like, he's in Ottawa. He's in Ottawa. So the last time we saw him was right before his birthday. Yeah, his actual, yeah I guess it was his birthday mm-hmm. weekend. So excited to see him very soon, hopefully for Christmas or a little bit before, a little bit after that. But i got to give it to Maddox, a super fan of the week. Yeah. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. And then just real quick, some housekeeping. Uh, I got housekeeping. got scolded by my pops because he told me <laughs> that the um, California Raisins song wasn't in fact with Ray Charles. So hold on, back the train up. So basically, we were talking about who's the boss, yes. right? And guest stars on 80s sitcoms always being these like famous musicians people yes. just like bump into. And Ray Charles made a cameo. Yes. And then you were like, oh, I know so many Ray Charles songs. Because oh, I was talking about Ray LaMontagne. Ray. And yeah. you are like, what? Who the fuck's that? The only famous Ray is Ray Charles. Right. And we're not going to get back to this we're famous Ray get... debate. And then you're like, I'm like, what songs does he have? And you're like, Georgia and the song by California <laughs> Raisins. <laughs> yeah. And so here, this is Ray Charles as a California Raisin. Anyways, we don't have to hear it. But then my dad called and said it wasn't Ray Charles. It was, in fact, Smokey Robinson. Marvin Gaye. (laughs) (laughs) Racist. (laughs) No, it's because Smokey Robinson might be on this list later. Who'd you say it was? Marvin Marvin Gaye. (laughs) And my dad. Racist. (laughs) My dad's like Marvin Gaye saying. Gaye. Marvin Gaye. What did I say? Gaye. Not not Marvin Gaye. It's not like Macy Gray. Racist. <laughs> Marvin Gay saying through the grapevine with the California Raisins. But there's also a Ray Charles commercial where he also sings grapevine mm-hmm. with the California Raisins. Just closing this like very weird loop. So when I was watching Who's the Boss, obviously, of yesterday course. morning on MTV, the episode <laughs> was where Tony Maselli went to some cocktail party with Mona and Frank Sinatra was there. Again. <laughs> I would love to have lived in the 80s sitcoms. You just meet all these big celebrities. Totally. Ray Charles, Frank Sinatra. Why can't you speak? I can't say anything today. <laughs> Thanks, Sinatra. 
Anyways, that's cleared that up. I don't know if there's anything else my dad yelled at me about. No. No, I think there's. I think he did correct me on something else, but yeah. probably. Anyways, that's all the credit he gets for this week's episode. <laughs> and want, then, yeah. I was going to say, how is week one being in our new house? Week. We've officially cleared a week. It's been good. I think it still kind of feels like we're in Airbnb with our stuff up. Yeah. I told you that as soon as like we were leaving to go grocery shopping yeah. this move. I'm like... This doesn't feel like our house yet. Yeah, I still still very happy here. I will say two washrooms has been a, amazing. Laundry has been amazing. Laundry is the game changer for sure. Like we're soaking yeah. sheets downstairs right 100%. now in our little basement tub, whatever you call yeah, that basement sink. sink. It's like a basin. Exactly. So that's been great. I think we're still getting used to stairs. There's the one day when we were both heading into work and we had our boots on and you're like, oh shoot, I forgot my ring. And I was like, damn it, I forgot my ring. I'm like, I guess we're ringless today. <laughs> so, but other than that, I feel like I'm able to sleep upstairs. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. There's been no foot demons. No foot demons. You are like almost like you're training me, like sleep training me like yes. a child. Yes. You're like literally like staggering how long you stay upstairs with me to put me to bed so you've like usually in the apartment club 605 i would say bye to you and then go read in bed from about like quarter to 11 or mm-hmm. like 10 30 um all the way to like midnight if right. not longer and we wouldn't intersect at that point now right. you almost walk up with me at 10 30 quarter to 11 and either come to bed in exactly 10 minutes. Yeah. But then over the seven days, you've added like 10 more minutes yeah. to every night. 10 minute increments. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Johnny. Well, the good news is like there's one day when you were in bed and you texted me something. And I didn't yell. I just said thanks. And you're like, you're welcome. Yeah. All the way from the ground floor to the third That's floor. That's because we have that cool skylight feature. Yeah. So, no, I think it's great. I'm looking forward to like painting a couple rooms and then getting some like more pictures, buying some more picture frames. And I we've mean, had more friends come check out the place this week. Which oh, and they is love cool. this shit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting because it's like, I guess um, a lot of our friends know we've been on the journey to find that place for like three years Mm -hmm. and so then finally like coming in and you and i kind of joke about this like i think our definition of unpacking is very different than other people's because i'm like oh our place we were still unpacking it's kind of a mess and then like everyone comes in they're like it's fine like there's nothing really anywhere and we're like yeah no it is well it's also just like your definition of chilling compared to other people's (laughs) definition this is you chilling i'm gonna have six people over to jam and then I'm going to go to one house party and go to another house party. Now I feel relaxed. I do. Even yesterday I told you I was just us and seemingly relaxed even though I was working. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, uh, I'm pretty anxious right now from not doing anything. Yeah. So especially given that last week we were moving. Exactly. No, it's very exciting here. And um, Monday we had we put the snow tires on. Mm-hmm. And there was a big snowstorm, so I was happy to get mm-hmm. that done. I had to do some like stunt driving to get out of the auto lot though <laughs> yeah. afterwards because they like pack all the cars in super tight mm-hmm. there. But that was good. And then there was one day I picked you up from yeah. the subway station. There was one day good. we subwayed in together. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered you do have a sponsorship this week. I have two. You have two? Well, yeah. let's do it. This is your sponsorships of the week. Sponsorship of the week. 
So I guess it's fair to say I'm still getting used to the commute to work. Sure, it's a bit right? longer. It's a bit longer. And like, one, we moved the best weekend because it was like not cold, but it was sunny and it hadn't started snowing yet. It wasn't raining. Right. This whole past week, we've had like two snowstorms. It's been kind of drizzly and miserable, which means that walking up our street to go to the subway, it's about a 10 minute walk, yeah. but they hadn't really plowed yet. Right. And so let's say it, it's all uphill for one part of it. And yep. so, um, what you gonna call it? So I'm still getting used to that. But on this last day, I think it happened on Friday, I was going yes. to the subway and it was actually good. It was like 8.15 or something. Don't say which subway. I'm not saying which I had to bleep sub- it out last oh, week. Oh boy. So then we go to the subway or I go to the subway and then I'm crossing over at Young and Bloor to go south on the Young Line. And so in the morning... Line one. Line one is a shit show. There's too many people on the platform. And the way they do it is that they like create a barricade to get on um, right where you kind of come upstairs from the line two line. And so I walk down a bit further and like people are assholes in the morning, right? Nobody gets off to let people in. They're like elbows out, backpacks on. So I like get in. There's this woman who's probably like our age with her headphones on, like giant Beats headphones. And Mm. she's kind of like leaning against like the side door. She's like the first Mm. person. I get in, stand behind her. I'm also beside this other like businessy looking woman who's our age. Right. We're just kind of standing there. But there's noticeably room in front of us if one other person wants to get in. Sure. So then all of a sudden, this girl, as like the things are like, please, we're closing the doors runs in but like wedges her into the wall as opposed to taking the open space and she's fully Mm. leaning on her with her back and purse against the girl with the giant headphones so i'm like oh lord this is you can you you can can feel feel it it. something's gonna happen so i'm like listening to our podcast nonetheless (laughs) of course as you obviously i was listening to new house who dis (laughs) and then um i'm like watching this play out in front of me and so, literally, this girl with the headphones taps the other big woman on the shoulder mm. to swing her around and be like, excuse me, you're literally bumping into me. Move over. Wow. Right? And I was like, oh. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Ding, ding, round one. And so, the, <laughs> and so, they probably went three rounds, I would say. And it was always like, this girl's like, um, don't touch me, sister. And like, I can't really? even do it justice. I wish we recorded this on Friday when I told you it happened. Yeah. Because then they were both pissed off with each other and like, bitch cat fighting um, for like, Bloor Wellesley College. Okay. And both shut up for like, Dundas and Queen. <laughs> but then the bigger girl who was getting off at King Street got up and she was just like <clears throat> if i see you again taking this train it ain't gonna be good for you really honey. it was like something like oh that God. and then me and the other girl staying I'm sorry this me. is like saturday morning like two in the morning no this is literally like 8 15 in the morning business on day. friday business day me and this other woman just like burst out laughing like soft laughing okay <laughs> and i'm like only in toronto during rush hour is this happening and wow. i also am like it's just people are irate. Like, I equally think in... Irate. Irate. I think in the subway, like, especially if you're blocking, like, a whole wall where people put their hands, it's really inconsiderate. It's like, of course. take off your backpacks, stand properly so other people can hold the poles and things, right? And just, like, 
like we all don't want to be here, fucker. No, nobody wants. <laughs> like, to nobody be wants there. to be there. So that's that was my first sponsorship okay. of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Yeah. My second sponsorship of the week, which you just solved for. Sponsorship of the week. <sighs> We've been in this house for one week. I'm already stressed out by a tiny Fisher Price oven. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, basically, we moved into this house, and um, everything is amazing about it. Like, if these are our problems, like, they're really first world problems. Mm. Um, we have, like, tinier appliances. However, like, a fridge and a stove. Yeah. Right? However, They're a fridge... grower, not a shower. <laughs> However, <laughs> our fridge is perfectly fine. Like, we've made it work, and yeah. it actually fits everything from our previous fridge in mm. that fridge and freezer however we move to the stove and the oven in and of itself is smaller by about 10 inches i think no 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 it's actually because i measured ours yesterday yesterday was maybe saturday tw- yeah it was maybe 24 inches wide and ours is 20 inches wide it's like four no. inches yeah it is i measured it yesterday no there's the standard ovens are like 24 inches wide for the rack jesus christ as i dropped my pen <laughs> that was you who burped. <laughs> that was the most aggressive point ever. Because <laughs> you never burp on microphone. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I have water. So then, um, basically, Richard's trying... Where are you going? I lost my pen. No, keep... I'll give you another one. No, 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 keep going. It's like over here. Here. Toss it. <laughs> Thank you. So, basically... Um, we move into this kitchen and I'm like, yo, I-, I love to cook. I'm a little stressed out about this kitchen. However, everything has been fine. Only because there's one rack. There's one oven rack in the fucking oven. And so I'm also like, how do you cook with one oven rack? It's already tiny enough. You cannot fit. Like we used to fit in our previous oven, four baking sheets or three baking sheets and a cast iron skillet right. on one shelf. As of right now, we can only fit one cast iron skillet on a shelf. And so this whole past week, because I was like, John, this is going to kill me, right? We've been like literally oh doing God. fucking like reconnaissance and like forensics to try and find re- this one replacement oven rack. I feel like it'd be easier to get into Harvard Law than it is to find <laughs> yeah. the specific rack. Like... Even just, we finally, I did some sleuthing, finally found the model number, mm-hmm. serial number of this oven, which then led me to a website, which then led me to the uh, manual, yeah. which then led me to the parts list, which then led me to a phone number, <laughs> which then led-, led us to calling them, yeah. which then led them to saying, we don't supply parts, <laughs> which then led us to another phone number, yeah. which then led you to being on hold for 10 minutes, yeah. which led you to this other woman who said, yes, we can help you. This part no longer exists, which then led to be like, we can special order it for you, which will take two to four to maybe six weeks. Yeah. Or you can try and see if there's any like replacement appliance stores. But then it was also like, yo, this is ridiculous. I refuse to believe. And I'm all like, yo, do you know what like year this fucking oven is from? And she's like, it's not an old oven. No, it's not an old oven, but she couldn't tell us either. So I'm Mm. like, this is ridiculous. How hard is this to find? Like, this seems like something to me that would be naturally sold at like home hardware, Home Depot, the Bay. No, no, no. Especially like oven racks get dirty. 
really easily. So I'm like, I would think homeowners would just want to buy new ones. Well, just remember, we lived in 605 for eight years and we never replaced the But we rack. wouldn't. The building would have. No, they never replaced it, though. No, I know, because they're, they're not good like that. Well, I know. I don't think we even put in a request. No. I also cleaned our racks all the time. No, I know. I, like, you, yeah, you got great racks. Oven racks. You got a great oven rack. Don't throw apple pencil <laughs> don't at me. Don't throw an apple pencil at me, uh, which has been very helpful for your iPad over yeah. there. So needless to say, it's been very... So anyways... It's a bit of a process. I found the oven racks yesterday, but then they were only in the States and they wouldn't ship to Canada. So I found this one oven rack on eBay, <laughs> which actually came in a bit cheaper. Ooh. And I asked the guy, I'm like, yo, this is our model number. Can you give me the dimensions? He did uh-huh. not give me the dimensions, but he said it would fit our rack. Or oven, yo, so yo. I trusted him. You know we're getting an easy take oven rack now that I think about it. So you didn't tell me any of these parts of the story. Well, no, it did. It did have the proper. Did you already pay him? Yeah. Can we return it? No, it's it's going to be fine. Okay. Yeah, a hundred percent. It had the right model number, and looking at the picture, it looked perfect. Because <laughs> people can't skew pictures. <laughs> I can return it from if they lie. Like eBay lets you send some shit back. Okay. So, anyways. But the thing about him was he said he'll ship it in the next week. Oh, amazing. And it will come in maybe like $5 cheaper than like if we ordered a special delivery yeah. from whatever website. So Yeah. It's really because we cook a lot. This oven heats up faster than our old one. And then it's also like, did I mention we don't like adding 20 minutes to do multiple things in the oven? Sure. Yeah. So anyways, that's crazy. But check in next season. We'll let you know. And that's our sponsorship of the week. Part two. Sponsorship of the week. All right, should we actually get into like best of 2019? Yeah. So I figure we should start strong and end strong. Might as well end with song song of the years, uh-huh. so that way we can make them our song of the year, like whatever band of the week. Well, what happens if we don't have the same song? Well, then you win. No, no, you can. You can have a song. And I think we can start fine. Which why don't we start with best albums of 2019? Okay. So this is the best albums of 2019. Ooh, there are going to be some debates here. This is the best albums of 2019. Love that. Sorry, and I already made the stings, so. Thank you. I was going to say, are yours ranked? So mine are ranked from 10 to 1. Okay. How about yours? Are they ranked or do you just have like a number one for each category? Uh, Just a number one. Okay, so I don't know how you want to do this. Like, do you want... You can go first, and then if you have the some, I bet you will have a couple similar ones, but mm-hmm. probably not too many. Mm-hmm. And then you can do your list, and then tell me your number one, and then I'll say my list, and okay. then we can like alternate each section. So you can go first for this one. So did you feel like this 2019 had some really good albums, or was this like a slow year for albums? What do you think? No, I think it was a great year for albums. I think one of the things that I love about this year is that a lot of the songs and albums that we've listened to have been like literally showcased three months later in like different commercials. Yes. We've used them before they became mainstream. Yep. So I feel like a bit more like we're trend setting. 100%. A little bit, which is awesome. I also think we have a lot of diversity mm-hmm. in like the genres of stuff we've picked. Definitely. Um, which has been great. So why don't you start listing off some of your, your favorite albums then? So in no particular order, um, my first album of the year that I've absolutely loved 
is by Anderson Pack, who Ooh. is like an American singer, R and B rapper, rap, drummer, drummer, um, awesome performer. Yeah. Um, his album Ventura, mm-hmm. um, I think is his fourth album. Was second like, album this year, I think. Second album this year, though, but fourth studio album was one of my favorites. One because it felt so. There's something about the musicality of this album that kind of goes yeah. everywhere. It actually reminded me of How to Pimp a Butterfly mm-hmm. um, by Kendrick in the terms of like... Musicality? Yeah, musicality, but then also like sampling in terms of like progressions in sound. Um, I'm not going to do my favorite song yet, yep. but um, he definitely had a lot of really great um, features on yeah. there as well. I feel like he, he didn't make my list, but he's definitely was an album you can listen from start to finish, 100%. Like, I love that album, mm-hmm. too. It had, um like, Andre 3000 and Nate Dog on there, yeah. and also a oh, drop yeah. by Smokey Robinson. Ooh, I love that, um, too. But what I wanted to say was, he was also, um I think he was performing at either Danforth or Rubble in the summer, and we were gonna go to that concert, and then we never ended up going right. because I think we had another concert around the same time. Yeah, I think he actually played, not Budweiser, but that Echo Beach yeah. stage. Yeah. So but next yeah. time he comes back for sure. Absolutely. What else you got on there? Am I just going down mine? Yeah, yeah. Do yours and then I'll do mine afterwards. And if any of them Cross coexist, over. yeah. Um, another album that came out this year and another performer who took off this year was Ooh. Lizzo. Okay, so Lizzo made my list. So she's on there. I'll tell you, you want me to tell you where she made my list? Yeah. So she came in at number eight for me. Ooh. So that's how you know we have a. I, I got a good list because she's only number eight for me. So I think what is cool about Lizzo to me, um, she's like a rapper, singer, yeah. flutist, flautist, flautist, flutist. Um, yeah. She's technically trained. She's an amazing hip hop performer, but she has all these like we've um, done her as like a featuring when we spoke about concerts we just yeah. recently went to in season eighteen. She is like. Spewing oh, she, affirmations for days. She, she's a crowd pleaser. She's blowing up. I'd say she may have been had the biggest year musically. Where totally. like I think we we're lucky to have seen her at Budweiser stage. Like she'll be playing the ACC and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think she's just like she's very like body positive, mm-hmm. image positive. Like everyone, I, I said this when we reviewed her concert. Mm-hmm. Any race, religion, creed, sex, uh, like people, she just appeals to everyone which is what I love about her and her music's just awesome totally so it was her self-titled album that came out this year yeah that we really liked no no it's called Cause, oh, I love cause I love you. Yeah. Wow, guys, that's all I'm right. Like literally all over the place. No, no, that's okay. I feel like we we got into her like probably in February ish. Yeah. She put out a few songs. I'm like, who is this girl? And then we really got into her. And then when her album dropped, I think it was April. We're like, this is amazing. I yeah. still remember it dropped in April, and we were staying at your folks' house in Mississauga because they mm-hmm. were away, mm-hmm. and we were driving listening to her album. Like, oh, this is awesome. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing what I love about it is that concert again was like with a bunch of our friends. But she had such like a minimalist stage setup, yeah. And her voice just like carries. Oh, so it's so fucking crazy. So there's a lot of really great songs off that one. Obviously, like "Cause I Love You," Juice. But we'll go into that later. What else you got on there? Um, one band is what, or one album is what you introduced me to, really? and it was one of the last albums we listened to in Club Six O Five before we ended up, um, what you call it. Moving, moving to new club 605 the band is yuna oh right yeah 
And I've actually listened to them. Um, I think it's just the <laughs> or the one person. I think it's just the woman. Yeah. Yeah, that album, like pretty consistently, it's called Rouge. Yeah. Um, it's great. Not on my list, but it's great because it's got like Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. It gave me a very like Caliucci's feel, kind of not quite, but just like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so basically, I loved her album. Though. Yeah, this is her f- fourth studio album. Really? Apparently, well, we have to listen to her old stuff. Yeah, then. and so um, there's a ton of great songs off this album, but it really is like kind of like how do I say it? It's like pop, but like indie. Yeah, indie pop. Indie for pop, sure. I guess. Um, there's a lot of great collaborators. John pointed out Tyler the Creator, etc. But um, it's a seamless listen. Yeah, this is the one thing I appreciate about this album, especially. For the fall, you can listen. You might not know all the names of the songs, but there's like a through line through all the tracks, and mm-hmm. you can like comfortably listen to it at work. Yeah. What else you got there? Okay. Um, another one. Uh, Head in the Heart. Nice. Didn't so, make my list, but great album. Oh boy! Of course, it didn't make your list. Well, um, that's because there's like I got like five rap albums on mine. I'm gonna guess you have no rap albums yeah. on your best. <laughs> it was a great. I I really liked it. Like. They're just, again, they're a band that you love way more than I do, but I still like them a lot. Yeah, I think it's... um. They're not your number one album. What? They're, that's not your number one no. album. Interesting. Um, and for different reasons. Um, This album, I remember reviewing it right when it came out, and it's, um, I think it's called Mirage. Yeah. Living Mirage, rather. And so this album, it, it sounds like, how do I say this? The Head and the Heart are very, like, folksy, but, like, pop and, like, yeah. approachable. And the thing with this album was it almost felt like some of the songs were stringed together with, like, cliches. Like, it felt okay. a bit more commercial. Definitely felt I'm, more commercial. Definitely felt more commercial. There's a lot of great songs off this album. However, like, despite that being the case, mm-hmm. where um, even, like, jamming with the band, we now do some of those songs. And, like, they absolutely love it. So I think I'm just a bit more, like, intense about it. Well, you loved them when you saw them at Innings Festival. Yeah. And I actually liked them before that because they yeah, were on, like, yeah, one yeah. of the Spotify playlists I listened to no, a bunch. You were most ex- Obviously, other than, like, Avid Brothers and Queens of the Stone Age, you were so excited to see them perform at totally. Innings Festival. And I bet you they'll be on your top concerts this year. You know it. And so... This is where, again, it's a pretty seamless listen. I won't say it's my favorite Head in the Heart album. Okay. Um, But it's probably up there. It's probably my favorite by them. Really? Yeah, I like it a lot. Do you have a few more? Yeah, let's I have this. way more. Okay, let's hear them. Um, the next one is a band you introduced me to by only a song you introduced me to. Really? Um, the band is Middle Kids, Ooh. which is, um, I guess, a female group similar to like a Joseph or a Heim. Yeah, they're a bit more rocky. I but, would. Is say. it all girls in the band? Yeah, they're from Australia, oh, I didn't, so they're, they're like from Australia. Yeah, so they're like that. indie rock. Um, indie rock for sure. Yeah, I guess there is like um guys in the band, but it sounds like it's, it's like female lead singer. Female lead singer, very cool. We fell in love with their song Edge of Town and yeah, like it's one of my all time favorite songs. Absolutely. I brought it to the band and like now it's like one of their all time yeah, famous songs. Such a great or, song. Uh, favorite songs to the point where we had to vote on new songs post the wedding and everyone got a vote and the only song that was consistent Unanimous. across like six bandmates was Middle Kids. Wow. Um so this one is really cool, but their new album one second, can you 
So the album is called New Songs for Old Problems. Yeah. It sounds basically like their other stuff from their old one, but I do think it's a really nice winter fall album. Ooh, um, I have to listen to it. I haven't really listened to it, to be honest with you. Yeah. One of the songs I love off this album, um, and you'll see here later, Ooh. is Needle. Um, it's very like the best parts of the stars and the best parts Ooh. of Heim come together that's how i would kind of treat it and we actually did listen to this whole album or the ep when we were driving somewhere and i think we both loved it but we were like we need to go back and like dissect it probably to like mississauga or something like that totally all right what else you got on there um another one that i absolutely love um this year was saint lucia's acoustic album yes um and i think you and the weird thing is obviously last week you were all about matt mays um and so like sometimes you take the piss out of me because i love like acoustic shows and i usually don't but Yeah. yeah so i was so excited when me you and mc saw like saint lucia was coming to do an acoustic set yeah at um, mod club mod club and we'll talk about that later but this like in a different way spoke to me and i think it was what i loved about this experience was even like all the songs that have like all the synth and like yeah. all of the progressive um like dance kind sure. of beats underneath it when you strip them down they're such great songs and so like um what is it all eyes on you or yeah. cl- right oh yeah all closer eyes than you, this closer like, than this yeah all those songs the main singer spoke about like writing all of those songs like when he was touring and his yeah. like wife is obviously in the band as well and it was one of the first songs he wrote on an acoustic guitar and sent it to her yep. and it was like unbelievable i absolutely love the acoustic versions of this um all their hits so yeah. definitely check it out it's got everything elevate love somebody all eyes on you i love love somebody in portuguese was my favorite oh yeah was really that was good. such a good performance okay you got some other ones there yeah so then um the next one that i would say i absolutely love this was one of the albums that should have made my 2018 list okay. oh um, i know what it's gonna be but then it was on I, my 2018 yeah list. it was on your 2018 but i really didn't listen to it till probably like january or february and i got really into it because there it was one of the artists heavily featured at our wedding yes right and yeah, so right. that album um is ladders by mac miller Ooh. oh it's so good i feel bad because i ranked his album last year as like number nine for me i'm like no that no. should have been like a top three album for sure because i think it's one of those albums it gets better and better each time totally and, and then yeah every song off of there again oh. is just like crazy good oh sorry the album is swimming swimming the song is ladders ladders. that's why Um, i was like yeah is it ladders or swimming yeah yeah so basically though it's again like there's so many good like orchestral sounds off there it's like obviously a hip-hop rap album but it's just like i don't know like even his runs are really good is that how you say it sure yeah i love that i'm so sad that we'll never see him perform live like such so sad that um yeah he od'd and everything but music will live on and yeah i kind of i've tried to get you into some of his older songs and mm-hmm. they're just yeah he's just each album was so different which is what i loved about him it wasn't nothing was the same and i was excited to see what he was going to keep doing so anyways so then another yeah. one so, wait, so one, yes that two, was on my three, list last year four, five six, six seven. seven okay um, another one on my list is Vampire Weekends. Ooh, that's Father not of, number one. No, it's not. Wow. Okay. Vampire Weekends, Father of the Bride album. Okay, so this is on my list. Mm-hmm. This is number two. 
Really? It was almost number one. Wow. For a long time, this was number one for me, mm-hmm. but this is number two, so. No, it's an amazing, so. My favorite album by them by far. 100%. Like, this is where I almost, like, obviously there's, like, old Vampire Weekend and we, sure. like, listen to it and it's, like, you know, it's fine. And they're, like, indie rock, um, what you call it, like, quintessential American band. Yeah. I and bet you Pitchfork will put them, like, number one or number two this year. Totally. However, this album, and they just came in concert, like, in the fall, like, yeah. early or, like, late summer, early fall, and I'm sad we didn't go see them. Same here. But um, what you going to call it? This album has so many interesting, so cool songs on it. Yeah. Some, like, Spanish songs, like, full rock songs. I like, think Heim's on, like, three songs. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, to me, it's also, like, why haven't they performed on SNL yet? That's a great question. They should be performing on mm-hmm. SNL. I'd love to see them live on there Totally. Whatever. And then the other part of it is their song Sympathy was already used in an Apple commercial. Oh, I love that commercial. Right? Which was amazing. And so, like, I remember seeing it in September. I'm like, that song's amazing. We've already used it. Yeah, we featured them in our 605 wedding video. Totally. For this really cool part. Can't get so. better than that. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, for the longest time, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite album of the year. But as I was, like, making my list, I'm like, no, you know what? There is one, one album above this, which I love more. But this is definitely one of the best albums of the year and it's something like the whole family can listen to so I, like even I don't know, I'm Savannah. Telling my, yeah Savannah loves I was going to tell my dad he should download and listen to it it's called Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend I feel like him my mom would like it it's a great album so um, what else you got there okay so this is just because I feel like it's gonna be great um, mm. Wilco dropped yes. a new album Ode, Ode to, to Joy, Joy. and if you haven't listened to Wilco um, they're one of our both our favorite bands like independently and we yeah. kind of came together and love them um they're like indie folk rock jeff Tweedy's legendary band. legendary band they've been out for years this album and the two songs off of it remind me of something like reminiscent off like yankee foxtrot sure. or um whatchamacallit what the hell's the other one not the one impossible sky Jimmy. blue sky sky blue sky and so um yeah it is i think one, Wilco's obviously the best band to listen to in the fall. Yeah. Right? Along with like Fleet Foxes, Avid Brother. Brothers, etc. Yeah. If you're looking for an easygoing, like perfect weather for today, mm. um, perfect set list behind it. Go check out Ode to Joy by Wilco. Interesting. So they almost made my list. It was between them and Avid Brothers. Because mm. Avid Brothers also put out an album. And so I put in Avid Brothers just because I like some of the songs. I like their album more. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think I liked a couple of Wilco songs more than the Avid Brothers, but it was an overall album. Mm-hmm. So Avid Brothers put out an album called Closer Than Together, mm-hmm. and it was my number nine album of the Ooh. year. So, okay, what else do you got? So, one second. Okay, how many more do you got there? This should be my last one. Is this number one? Yeah. Do you think, okay, this is very exciting. Do you think your number one is on my list? It is on your list, but I don't think it's your number one. Interesting, okay. Yeah. And I don't think you'd know that this would be my number one, to be honest. I, Based on what you've just said, I th- I have a f- I'm gonna I have a guess in my mind, but I'm not gonna say it. Yet. Yeah. Okay. So number one on my list for best album, and so this is your number one album of the year. Number one album of the year. Last year was Boy Genius, and I hold yeah. to that. Yeah. This one is Violet Street by Local Natives. Oh. Yeah. Okay, they did not make my list. They did it. No. So the reason being, but they have a song on there that definitely did. Okay, okay. so this is where I feel like Amazing. you need to actually it. listen to the full album. I need to. I haven't listened to it. Again, fourth studio album. What is up with 2019? <laughs> well, when we make steaks for dinner tonight, I know what we're going to listen to. Perfect. 
Um, wow. This band is kind of like indie rock esque, yeah. right? Is that fair? Yeah. Um, they are, are they Canadian? No. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think they. I are. don't know if they're Canadian. No, they're not. I, I think they're like Virginia or yeah. something. So Pitchfork gave Ooh. this album seven point two. <laughs> Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Okay. This album is a seamless listen, and what I love about it, it's taking all the best parts of like the XX, etc., like yeah. bands like that, and it's. I don't even know like the composition of every song and some of them are on like our um, best songs of 2019 yeah are so good that it's again it's a seamless listen you can listen to like 10 songs straight back to back on a journey from Toronto to Oakville I'm excited I don't know why I haven't really given the album a chance I think it's because they have that one single which I love so much I'm like I'd rather just listen to that 10 times and listen to like the whole album but yeah no definitely listen to it um, what you call it? They're from LA. Oh, LA. Yeah, I don't know why I said Virginia. <laughs> All right. So yeah, they're that's... basically like what the fuck was that like SoCal band Phantom Planet? Phantom. They're Planet, like the yeah. new age Phantom Planet, except way better. Yes. Okay, so I'll go through my list real quick yeah. then. So we both had a couple of the similar ones. My number ten album is Crash Talk by Schoolboy Q. <laughs> There's going to be some albums here. Yeah, obviously, 100%. Like, I'm a huge Schoolboy Q fan. Uh, like how he runs with Kendrick Lamar. So I feel like yeah. you would like some 100%. of his songs too. If you like Kendrick, you're going to like Schoolboy Q. His album Crash Talk isn't my favorite. He actually put out an album Blank Faces mm-hmm. in 2016. was actually my album of the year. Oh. This year is number 10 album. Whoa. Number 9 I mentioned earlier was Avert Brothers Closer Than Together. I love it. I'm sad because they're never going to put out an album like mm-hmm. I Am Loving You, which is my all-time favorite totally. album by them, but still we'll really still good. We'll still go see them, though. Oh, every single time. Eight I already talked about was Lizzo, Because I Love You. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call some bullshit on you right now. Number seven should be, should have been on your list. Why? Number seven is Nothing Happens by Wallows. Oh, God. You just want me to put Wallows on my list so you don't feel as bad for liking like a 13-year-old boy band. <laughs> Featured in 13 Reasons Why. It's not featured in 13 Reasons Why. The lead actor, Clay, is the lead singer of Wallows. You seem to know a lot about this band, Wallows. I like the band. What can I say? Will I ever see them live? No, because they catered. <laughs> they have a younger fan base of young women. I went so far as to download or check out them on YouTube performing, and there's some older people in the crowd. <laughs> I also, I don't know how good Clay would be live, like singing. <laughs> like, it's just shadows. That's not his song. <laughs> It's like Future Islands. But they're a great indie rock band, and they they remind me of songs from the TV show, The Brandon Leonard Show. Yes. Number six, which almost was higher on my list, but isn't, it's Lux Prima by Karen O and Danger Mouse. Ooh, yeah, that was a good album. Which, again, this is one of those albums where I feel like we should, could throw it on tonight. I think we got that for Tesla. They got it f- for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For my birthday <laughs> on vinyl. Yeah. I, I love anything Danger Mouse does. I don't mm. necessarily love Karen O and she's from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Really? But this album. Oh, that makes sense. Tesla loves the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, 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 <laughs> well, I'm glad they got it for me. We should have gotten it for her. Yeah. But it's just an overall great album. If you love. We got her Thomas Dolby, which is better. Are you sure? Yes. I guess we did. Yes. Okay. So, anyways, great album. If you love mm-hmm. Danger Mouse, mm-hmm. uh, he's. Pr- if you love like um, Broken Bells, it sounds yeah. like that with a lead female lead singer. Mm-hmm. Number five, Ginger by Brockhampton. Ooh. Which Brockhampton is like thirteen guys. Oh yeah, it's like a it's a rap group. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. But again, they make music. It's they're very Mac Miller ish. Yeah, where they make um, music that sounds like Mac Miller. <laughs> 
Well, I guess somebody had to fill the gap. But um, yeah, so they like they do a lot of like live instruments and not your typical rap band, but they're really cool. Totally. And if you love hearing different voices on a track, then check out these guys. Number four is maybe my all-time favorite band. It's Look Alive by Guster. Oh. So it's not my favorite Guster album, but I definitely love the album. I, I love it because it's so different from their previous albums. Yeah. Like they have one song where they sing in a British accent. Yeah. They kind of go, like, there's songs like Look Alive, which doesn't sound like Guster at yeah. all. But so, Yeah, I was going to say, Guster, is, if you haven't listened to us at all, is, yeah. like, this Boston-based, like, rock band from, like, they've had albums for days. They, they've been out since, like, the mid-90s. Yeah. And, it, and you know how I first heard about them? Go. Keep It Together was on the OC. Oh, and we just recently started rewatching exactly. the OC. Exactly, yeah. So anyways, their new album, really good. I may have given them some respect points and put them in at number mm-hmm. four, but I love this album, and I'll always preach them to the choir. <laughs> number three, top three is really tough. So number mm-hmm. two, again, was Vampire Weekend, Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. Number three, Igor by Tyler, the Creator. Oh, I saw that coming on some lists this year, yeah. actually. So again, he again reminds me of a Mac Miller where he raps, sings, mm-hmm. produces. His, he produced his whole album himself. Mm-hmm. And his this album sounds completely different from all of his other albums. Like, it's mm-hmm. just just so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I love Tyler, the creator, because his first album was like hardcore rap, which just would be like tough to listen to. And then he moved on and he sounds like old Kanye West, like late registration Kanye West so if you love that kind of music give him a listen and I just love everything he put out and this whole album again from start to finish is really really good number two on my list we already talked about was Vampire Weekend Father of the Bride uh-huh. and then my number one album which I was surprised it didn't make your list you Oops. dropped your pen this time and my number one album of the year is Work by Holy Ghost. <laughs> you like this yeah. album a lot too, right? I do like it a lot, and I feel like you love Holy Ghost, whereas I, I like, like Holy Ghost. I thought you like. There's some songs in this album you liked a lot, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. So but Holy Ghost is like dancey, like dance pop, like very Saint Lucia, yeah, very like New York City kind of band. But they are they put out my favorite album this year, like disco dance. Again, something I think my dad would like a lot. Mm-hmm. The album's called Work. Were they the man we saw in Wicker Park open up? No. No, that's that? Hey Champ. Hey Champ. They that's sound like right. Hey Champ as yeah. well. So I highly recommend this album, Work, by Holy Ghost. It'll put you in a great mood. You can listen to it in summertime, fall, winter, whenever you want. So, all right. So that's it. That is con- or albums of the year. Why don't we do a quick one and let's blow through like best movies of the year? Yeah, sure. Boop, 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 boop. Best movies of 2019. So I feel like movies is something we obviously like them, but we don't love them. Like I think I'd say we're more TV people. Absolutely, and it's such a again just such a great year for TV. Yeah. So we already reviewed all these over the um, past couple seasons. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna kind of go through my list. I do have a top ten, and then if you have some similar ones, do you have a favorite movie of the year? Um, obviously. Yeah. So how about this? Because we're I'd rather talk about some other ones. I'm just going to run through my list. Yeah. And I know you'll be mad at number 10. Go. Yesterday. Oh, that's which, probably my number two. <laughs> probably that's your number two. Yesterday no. was the Beatles movie. It yeah. was amazing. Fun, frothy, summer fun. John is not a Beatles fan. No. So there you have it. Number nine was The Goldfinch. Oh, God. Which we saw in Montreal with your mom, which has a kid from Baby Driver. Yeah. It was good. It could have... I could didn't know when like, it was going to end, but... No, it could have been like two hours shorter. Number eight, keeping with Montreal theme, is Ad Astra. I really 
liked that film though. That was to me one of the better like yeah. solo um, astronauts going to space films and like very futuristic with Bad Pitt. Yeah. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Number seven was Bird Box. Remember on Netflix, the Sandra Bullock, you oh, can't look yeah. at anything. So I feel like that film had a lot of hype built yeah. up to it. And then it, for me, didn't live up to the hype. I thought it was good, but the ending was just kind of like, meh. Yeah, I didn't think it was great. Yeah. Well, number seven for me. Okay. <laughs> number six, and it would have been higher if the first hour was better, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> I think it was a great second half of a movie I think Brad Pitt was awesome yeah Leo was awesome the first hour was pointless yeah but again like fun movie the ending was great and uh, I just I thought it was one of Brad Pitt's better movies there was not enough Dennis Wilson oh yeah that's true number five Mm. keeping with Netflix El Camino a Breaking Bad movie yeah see I don't consider that a movie I know it's a movie? Like marketed as a movie. Yeah. Um, what you it's call like it? a long episode of Breaking yeah. Bad to you. I thought it was good. It was a long episode of Breaking Bad, exactly to your point. I also feel like it wasn't a movie I was needing to see or have be built. Right. Right? So yeah. it was good. Okay. Number four, Jamaica 2019, a 605 production. Oh, Lord. So this is our video that I made of us going to Jamaica in the summer of 2019. Yeah. Great, not one, not our best vacation video, but still solid. No, and I think what the interesting part of it is, and now I'm like, oh my god, we need a vacation because I'm like <laughs> exhausted, like yeah. that we should have almost waited till November to do it. Yeah, but um, it it to your point, not one of our best videos. We also didn't do a lot though. No, right? but the Which, video makes it seem like we did a lot. Hundred percent. Number three, initially this was my number one movie, but then I realized there's two others. Mm. Number three is Us. See, I like to get out way more. I like Get Out way more, but again, mm-hmm. we're not huge movie people, and I still thoroughly enjoyed Us. Mm-hmm. Get Out was better. Absolutely. Number two, mm-hmm. and hear me out, 605 Wedding. What? Because the number one movie, you ready? Go. 605 Wedding, the director's oh. cut. <laughs> so we originally made the 605 Wedding, which yeah. was great. And then when we had the big premiere party, we added two sections. We added the end credits and we yeah. added band rehearsal. Absolutely. And I, you have to agree, the 605 Wedding Director's, director's cut. cut is the better oh, version. Oh, 100%. It's basically, to me, almost famous, the Director's Cut, yeah. which is why I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the wedding video, I could watch every single day. How many other people do you know when they watch your wedding video, yeah. do they end up crying, mm. cheering, and applauding? Well, I mean, just like the podcast, we do dope shit. Exactly. And you're like, our wedding video is the only one where you and I are not the main attraction. Yeah, it's Chris. It's Chris. He's the real star. <laughs> it's like, what you know, sometimes you see a movie and it's just like, oh, I'm trying to think of an example where it's just like, let's just say uh, it's a movie and Brad Pitt's the star, but then like Emil Hirsch is the supporting character, but he's the breakout yeah. star. Yeah. We're the main characters, yeah, but Chris is the breakout star 100%. in the movie. So I don't know. Is there any other movies you wanted to talk about? What's any other movies I didn't mention? Uh, we obviously saw The Lion King. Yeah. That was more just the experience of taking our best friend to see it. Yeah. Um, Six-year-old at the time. Seven now. Seven now. But um, best bud, Benjamin, he's been dying to see this film for two years. It was good. But just like fact, like CGI to lions can't emote. So it was hardcore. And what is your number one movie of the year then? Wedding video director's cut. Okay, just making sure. Okay. Okay, so that is best movies. Yes. Do you want to do either concerts or TV shows next? Let's do concerts. Okay, so 
This is Best Concerts of 2019. It's time for the Best Concerts of 2019. I feel like we didn't see as many concerts as we traditionally do. No, I think this I, year? I came in right at 10 concerts. Yeah, so it pretty much is like we could go shot for shot on this one. Yeah, so do you have a number one concert? Yeah. Okay, so I ranked mine. Okay. So do you want, maybe I'll just start again. Yeah, you, you go. So number 10 for me is uh, of Monster and Men at the Budweiser stage. Yeah. To me, it started off, so it, it kind of, the elements were against us that day. It was raining. We weren't covered. We were in ponchos. Mm-hmm. I remember it started, and I was like, wow, these guys mm-hmm. sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Sounds great dog outside and then mm-hmm. it just kind of i think i was cold and wet so i kind of that played against it yeah. but i would i would definitely want to see him again because they sounded so good yeah so that's number 10 they were probably my number 10 as well yeah. number nine these guys would have been higher if they weren't performing on one of the raptors playoff games <laughs> is passion pit oh at yeah Danforth passion doing their, pit would have been number nine as well yeah for me. it was a great show they did their 10 year anniversary of that whatever that album's called mm-hmm. mm, fuck i don't know right yeah. now they were great though. The one with moth wings. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Little secrets and yeah. stuff like that. So again, I would probably see them again, but I think to me it was a great show. Nothing mm-hmm. super memorable, but mm-hmm. good enough for number nine. Number eight, you won't have because you didn't see it, was Matt Mays. At I don't know why Tesla and I didn't <laughs> see it, but okay. Uh, well, it's because it's supposed to be a guy's night. No girls allowed. I don't say that. I know. I say that. <laughs> Sean says it. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about this on the last podcast. He did a great show where he came out by himself. Then the second song, he added a person. Third song, added someone and so on and so forth. So basically went from like an acoustic set to like to a like full-blown full rock. rock. So number seven, and this is definitely going to be higher on your list. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. this is number two. If this wasn't a different year, this would be number one. Mm. Head in the heart. So that's number three. Really? Unless I counted wrong. So wow. That's number three on my list. I wonder if what number two, other, two is. If two, two other sessions didn't, didn't happen, didn't happen then wow. it would be number one. So I, I like them a lot. I think um, they lived up to the hype from Innings Festival. I thought they put on a great show. They sounded great. I didn't mm-hmm. realize they had a female singer. What? She was awesome. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I thought, if you want to add anything to it. Because I think when we saw them at Innings, you were distracted because it was Avit coming up on the yeah. other stage. Yeah. And so the female singer, she always gets like cheers for days. And she was there at the Innings yeah. Festival? I had no recollection yeah, of her. Yeah, because her biggest cheer at Innings was when they did the Crowded House song, Don't Dream It's Over. And oh, like, yeah. The crowd are fucking erupted, but I do think we were so sidetracked halfway in because yeah, we showed up late yeah. and we left earlier to yeah. run to Avit. So number six on my list are a former number one concert of the year. Mm. Uh, number six from the Budweiser stage, the Arkells. <sighs> it's been such a 2019 Arkells year from wedding to friggin' yeah. Junos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so, technically saw them twice in concert then now that I true. think of it. So again, the Arkells are always going to put on a killer show. Mm-hmm. Um, they get bonus points for bringing out Nick Nurse like a week after the totally. Raptors won the championship. Yeah. But they lose points for playing Motown for like 40 minutes. When it's like, can you just play... Your catalog. Your catalog. What's, what's our wedding song? Never thought that this yeah, would happen. They didn't play that even though I tweeted at them to play it. There goes ping pong out there. <laughs> that right. is a dog. Yeah. And... Again, if you've never seen Arkells, you have to see them live. Like yeah. I'll, we'll always go see them whenever they come to Toronto. Totally. I feel like, but I could have done do three Motown songs, yeah. not not eight. Do even five Motown songs. Yes, 
not eight. Yeah. Right? It's like when we would see Big Wreck and they would do like four cover songs. I'm like, you guys have been out for like 20 years. Like, yeah. Like, I don't need to see you do these other things. Or just do like like one chorus and call it a day. But yeah. like, I guess I was researching after we saw their concert and apparently like Arkells have like a huge Motown. Um, yeah. They're inspi- like that's, sure. their inspiration. that's their inspiration. Sure. And so like that's their sweet spot. So I get it, but I don't. But it was, yeah, exactly. It was a great show and mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Nurse coming out head coach of the Raptors was pretty badass mm-hmm. and just like yeah I love Max and the whole Arkells group Tony mm-hmm. the piano player is a cool dude you guys are close personal friends <laughs> obviously go back and listen to which one was that that wouldn't I be I don't even know which one it is but this season probably We the Champs maybe episode We the Champs or reviews had, on the run uh, I can't remember we, but this year we spoke about them obviously like we played the song at the wedding but then I met them at the Junos um, they obviously heard our wedding performance yeah. while in tour in Chicago exactly. on a bus. Yeah. Um, but probably season 17 is when I reached out for the music. Yeah, but season 18, you actually met them at the Junos. Which is what I just said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just reiterating the fact. <laughs> Keep going. Number five from the Mod Club is a little band called White Lies. Oh my god, they didn't... Oh yeah, no, they made my list, yeah. I think it was a... Uh, we were a little distracted that night, which kind of sucked. But th- this is a band that could be playing stadiums. Like, they could play the ACC, mm-hmm. and it would sound great. The fact that mm-hmm. they're playing a small place like the Mod Club mm-hmm. was awesome. I re- their new album's great, but their previous album, I think it's called Friends, yeah. is one of my favorite albums of the last probably five years. And so I was so happy to hear those songs live. Yeah, this there's like a couple of concerts this year where we were just like a little bit distracted. I don't yeah. actually remember seeing yeah. White Lies for the most part at all. Sure. And especially because it was like Mod Club is one of our favorite venues. I'm sad because to your point, they might come back and we'd see them at like amphitheater yeah. and it's not the same yeah however that man's voice is basically like listening to depeche mode it's in just tw- shadows <laughs> or the dupe from future islands yeah um it's so good 100 <laughs> percent. so hopefully they come back and we'll have a better night that time mm-hmm. oh so maybe this is your number two concert of the year mm. uh so number four for me also at the mod club which i was surprised how much i enjoyed it mm-hmm. saint lucia acoustic album or yeah acoustic concert yeah, no, that one would number be two? number four for me. Oh, so same, same yeah. with me then. So I feel like you can talk about it again because you like... Yeah, it, it, it's exactly what we said for Best Albums of the Year. It was like seeing the same band perform in such a way mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my gosh, like all the songs I love from a dance perspective after seeing them at the, like, the Hoxton, like North By, yeah. everything. Like yeah. it is unreal to see them in that setting and i think the crowd was like here are your diehard fans yeah they were a great crowd so it was it was everything about that was magical like we've seen so many shows at fucking mod club this year i know like i feel like we hadn't gone for a few years Mm -hmm. and now we've seen like four this year yeah and i wasn't skeptical but what i love about saint lucia is the synths and like Mm -hmm. all those instruments so to see them now i'm like all right i'm sure it's gonna be good but to be honest it blew my expectations out of the water because mm-hmm. it was so good yeah i loved when his wife sang love somebody in portuguese yeah. it was really cool and then the, we saw the the piano player outside right yeah Remember? that was also the one i saw the guy from bare naked ladies oh yeah that's right <laughs> star encounters season 18 exactly. <laughs> i think he thought i was hitting on him so he kept I me th- around longer i'm like i don't really want to talk to you yeah <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> oh yeah that's right you did talk to him afterwards yeah it was it not the redheaded guy? It was the other guy. It was a cello player. The cello player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I feel like he was like, I don't get recognized as much. So he's, yeah. yeah. That's I so have the funny. habit of like hitting the then some like secondary person in a band. Yeah, that's so I forgot about that. That's right. All right, number three for me. Mm. This is definitely the loudest crowd and one of my favorite performances. Oh. It is um, from Budweiser stage, your girl Lizzo. Oh, amazing show. It's like songs for days, like such a great feeling i'm so sad we missed the first five minutes of that show yeah um but it was unfucking real life-changing experience i guarantee when she comes back she's playing bigger venues acc like roger center yeah she's blown up like to me i've never seen beyonce live but it felt like Mm -hmm. a beyonce show like the crowd reactions i actually think she was better better than Beyonce, beyonce and i saw beyonce live yeah so okay so that's number three Mm -hmm. number two for me Back to the Mod Club. Third show at the Mod Club. This is definitely, I think, my favorite... Perf- Ooh, it's close. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite performance. It's Guster. Oh, see, I didn't make that. I didn't make my list. Partially because I forgot. <laughs> so, But this one... So, that was our first concert of the year and my Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's on your list. Yeah. It's on my list if I remove one thing. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. The reason why I loved it is we've seen them mm-hmm. five, six I'm times. So the reason why I love this Guster concert so much is, as I mentioned before, we've seen them five or six times, and I feel like like we've seen Fitz and the Tantrum twice. They did the same set list. Even The mm-hmm. Darkness, they've seen them like four times. They mm-hmm. kind of do the same set list. Guster has never done the same no. set list. And I just, I love their stage presence. I felt like it was a great crowd. I love that they came into the crowd. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> that guy climbed the bar and played trumpet on the bar. Exactly. So it's just... <laughs> Again, because they're my favorite mm-hmm. band and I love seeing them live, we got to hear the wedding song, got to hear Come Downstairs and Say Hello. But remember, you didn't I know, recognize it. I didn't it. recognize it. <laughs> the only song I've never seen them play yet is Keep It Together. Aww. But it was just, yeah, I, I thought they were great. I'd highly recommend people seeing them and they're a band that should be bigger and I guess they're bigger in the States. But mm-hmm. So number one for me, the number one concert is a tie. Okay. So number one is definitely Tame Impala at Budweiser <laughs> stage. But it is also tied with Fuck the Bridge yeah. performing. So your band performing the three songs at 605 Wedding. Yeah. So Tame Impala is definitely on my list. It would yeah. probably be like maybe like number five yeah, or six. Yeah, that's fair. Also, to be fair, and I don't think people know this about me. Yeah. Um, I was born with like petite mal epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And so what mm-hmm. they used to do, which is basically like when you have seizures as a kid. I haven't yeah. had one in like... 15 years yeah um the last one i had was actually on maid of honor miranda in high school um oh so sad (laughs) so sad but um what you're gonna call it basically i can control this myself i'm not on any medication or anything um inspiration i'm an inspiration yeah um but i think going into concerts though we usually i think they used to do a disclaimer to be like this concert has like a lot of flashing lights and stuff um they did not do this they haven't actually done it in a lot of shows we've gone to see but whenever we see a show for the most part i wear my sunglasses all the time and i think people thought i do it to look cool yeah i actually do it to like diffuse the light Mm -hmm. and so for the entire tame impala show um, and I think we called this out when we reviewed them earlier in season 18. Yeah. It's that I couldn't actually watch any of the show. I only heard it. Yeah. So yeah, I that kind of took I, away from sucked. the experience. And I know you, Sean, and Tesla were having a blast. Yeah. So I'm w- like, I can't see you. I'll just drink Pombe's. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I'd say the last Tame Impala album might be my favorite album of the last five years. So yeah. I've been dying to see these guys live. And 
they definitely lived up the hype for me. They played all my favorite songs. They were unbelievable. They mm-hmm. played the new songs, the old ones, and it's just it's it was my most anticipated show, and it mm-hmm. lived up to the hype. And and then obviously your guys' performance at the wedding, mm-hmm. I will say. Um, you guys performing Stay was my favorite song of the night yeah. and definitely made me feel all the feelings and everything. Mm, and so I think just knowing all the hard work you guys put in mm-hmm. and just the range of songs you guys played from U2 to the Darkness to Arcade, it was just an unbelievable moment. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what about your list? What else? So, number three would have been uh, The Head and the Heart, yeah. right? Um, what you're going to call it. And the number one and two yeah. are still Fuck the Bridge. I will oh, say. Okay. So number two, and this yeah. is where to me the director's cut yeah. of Fuck the Bridge was the actual wedding. Yeah. Right? But the actual day I think I had the most fun, um, even though performing in front of at the wedding was great, performing for the rehearsal at the Great Hall when we were like setting up the iPhones to film and sure. you had like two and a half hours to like jam out on stage. That's your was, number one? That one is my number one. Wow. And yeah, the, that was the great. reason being was that it's like an empty concert hall. We were kind of all like still feeling it out. We got to like dick around and play like other songs as well. Yeah. So it just felt like, oh, all of a sudden we're just this band on tour. Yeah. And like that kind of felt cool to me in a different way. We were also figuring out the stage setup. Yeah, 100% agree with you with that one. And then it also had the best quote where Brandon's like, can you imagine if every day was like this? Ah, uh, yes. Right? That would have been, a, that. yeah, that'd be so, a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool concert to have every day. Do you have, was there any other concerts that we didn't mention? Nope. Nope, that's it? Mm-hmm. So we got, what all we got left now is top TV and top songs. We'll save songs to end it. Okay. Do you want to go into the best TV shows yes. of 2019? Who's ready to hear the best TV shows of 2019 by your boy and your girl from Live at 605? Man, Winter's delivering fresh city food oh, to is somebody he? right now. Out our sniper window? Yeah. So she's like weirdly looking at him. Interesting. So you have a, do you have a number one TV show of the year? Yes. And then do you have the, the rest just in any order? No. No? So I'll just go with what you go. So you want me to go? Yes. Okay, so I have mine in order. So my number 10 TV show you haven't seen, but maybe it's something we can actually watch over Christmas break. It's the FX show, What We Do in the Shadows. Is it scary? No, it's a comedy about three vampires living in like modern New York City. <laughs> you don't even like vampire shows. I know, I don't. And I was I was like even skeptical when I saw the promos for this mm-hmm. show. I'm like, ah, oh, it looks all right. But it's from the guys who do Flight of the Concords. Oh, fun. So Jermaine is in the show. <gasps> and it was based off of a movie called What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. And it's just like so silly and so fun. It reminds mm-hmm. me of season one of Man Seeking Woman. Mm-hmm. Not like the same storyline, but just like how much fun and how mm-hmm. funny it was. So mm-hmm. I think you actually would like the show. It's so mm-hmm. ridiculous, but it's mm-hmm. the the vampires are really funny and they have some good guest actors and yeah. So present. I, yeah. <laughs> so I, I highly re- I think it's something we should watch over Christmas break. That sounds great. So I love that show and I think you guys should watch it. it should definitely be getting nominated for best comedy. Mm-hmm. Number nine on my list is a little HBO show called Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Oh, so good. So I think this year, every year he's so mm-hmm. good. Like he just has great writers. Mm-hmm. John Oliver is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this year with all the stuff with Trump and then like all the actual storylines they did yeah. was really, really fun and interesting. And totally. just like, 
I find it's informative, which is cool, but it's also hilarious. Yeah, I actually read an article about like late night um, recently on BuzzFeed or something, yeah. and it was about like how like Jimmy Fallon's ratings have yeah. tanked, plummeted, yeah, plummeted, but only because he's now trying to be political, and that's oh. not what he's like. No, you known don't want for. that from Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and so it's like originally when he started, I guess he had like twelve million viewers or yeah. something like daily, and then now it's like maybe under two million. Wow. And so, um, what you gonna call it? I guess he's pivoted, but that's not his sweet spot. But like other shows like John Oliver, yeah. Uh, Bill Mayer, etc. Yeah, like Colbert, are all doing Colbert are all doing really well because mm-hmm. they're like pandering to that. Yeah. So I just yeah. love John. I like my favorite part was when he was just like about eighteen t. You just remember he kept calling him like like work daddy or yeah. something. He's just like, like there you go, boom, work daddy. <laughs> yeah. So I think we both agree that's on our list. Totally. Number eight comeback season, True Detective season three on HBO. I didn't actually put it on my no. list. No. No. So I think, I definitely like, it wasn't as good as season one. Yeah. Far better than season two. Yeah. I really liked the main actor. Yeah. Mahershala. And, yeah, yeah. And his, his partner, Stephen Dorff. Yeah. I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Thought it was interesting. I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all I can say. Like, I thought it was pretty cool. It shot really well. I liked the storyline. I loved yeah. the acting. So I feel like, again, shot extremely well. Story was good. It just felt really slow. Sure. To yeah, me, it definitely was a little it's slow. It's a bit of a slow burn. The first season was just so outstanding with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, but again, way better than season two. 100%. Okay, so next on my list, number seven mm. from Fox, it's 911. I feel like I've really liked this, season, this show as the seasons have gone on mm-hmm. and like... You also love it for the music. Oh, my God. The music has been sneaky good. Yeah. Only you were, like, making a new moving playlist and have the, the. The, the. This is the day. <laughs> I, I like um, I like all the act Like, Angela Bassett's amazing. Yeah, she, she's also, like, seven years old and looks like 40. Yeah. I love, I like Buck's character now, whereas before he was, like, a big jerk. Now yeah. he's, like, he's a lot better. I just love all, like, even Chimney and, yeah. and Han and all of them. It's, it's also... It's just crazy storylines. Like, I love all the shit that they get called to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I watch the show, you know, they'll open on a scene and it's just like, okay, what's going to be the emergency here? I try totally. to guess what's going to happen before it happens. Ooh. So I think it's just really cool. It's a Ryan Murphy show. He does awesome stuff like horror story, crime story, and yeah. And they always end up researching like real um, events yeah. to be like, oh, were these some of those actual 911 emergency calls yeah so a lot of that is baked into the, a lot of the scenes yeah number six i think this is a former number one show mm. it's on netflix stranger things yes so number six i think is a fair place to put it again i enjoyed the season mm-hmm. not as good as the first season yeah the kids are getting older but like i still love uh uh what's the kid with like the missing teeth Dustin? Du- du- yeah, Dustin. That's right. Dustin's still good. Hopper's awesome. Yeah. Um, Mike? Yeah, Mike. No, not Mike. Sorry. The Steve, Steve. Steve. Yeah. I think it was still good. Yeah. I love I liked um Uma Thurman's kid. Yeah, Uma Robin. Thurman's kid. She was pretty good. Yeah. Storyline was fine. It was fine. It was okay. It wasn't the best. Like I definitely I still was excited to watch it. Hundred percent. It is like you need to watch it. But I definitely feel that one, they took a really long time off. Yeah. Two, it was 
they're just older. It's harder to come by now. I yeah. didn't like the Winona Ryder and um, Hopper's, Hopper's character. Yeah. Like, the weird slapstick comedy. Yeah, like, I don't want to... You're, like, brooding for half the season. It's true. Right? And now, all of a sudden, you're, like, in a comedy. Like, I'm yeah. not watching Bill and Ted's, dude. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. F- number five, from one Netflix to a show to another... Much different tone. It's <laughs> when they see us. Ooh. So when they see us. That was it, definitely so good. It's the true story about the Central, Central Park, Park five. five from the 80s. Yeah. About the um, five uh, black kids who got mistaken for committing a heinous rape crime in mm-hmm. Central Park. And they got bullied into interrogation and all this. It's a crazy, sad story. Yeah. But it's so good. Like the, act, like the, the main, acting is amazing. The kid it? who's now in... This is us. Yeah, is awesome. Oh, is the young guy in there? That and one then was so sad. Jamal, I think, from yeah. Mr. Mercedes, who plays like the, who goes like to actual prison. Yeah, he won the award for it this best, year, yeah. best actor, I think. It was it was a hard show to watch because it was really sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. And then you just see like their lives got destroyed. Like they all yeah. these horrible things happened, but it was just such a good story, and it was so cool. <laughs> I also watch. think we watched the first episode while we were in Ottawa. We did, yeah. And it was like we were kind of sad at the time, and yes. we're like, let's watch a good show, and oh, we're like, man. when they see us, and we're like, this Ooh. is so depressing. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. I have but, to stop in like two minutes. Yeah, that's no problem. Um, number four, it's not on your list because you haven't watched it. It's HBO's Euphoria. Yeah, I was going to ask you, one of the articles I read last night was like worst people on, or Which, like worst yeah. boyfriends or is it men. Nate? Yeah, Nate was on it and he's with like a short chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, he was voted number one, the worst person. Yeah, he's the worst person ever. Really? Yo, he's just an awful person. Yeah. Just like terrible, terrible. It's one of these shows, you got to go along for the ride. Yeah. Like it's kind of ridiculous, but the music's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The acting's really good. Uh, it's got a lot of like, um, cool people in it mm-hmm. i just found myself it was one of those shows like each week i'm like oh i can't wait for sunday night when you go to bed because i'm gonna watch really? this show yeah is it picked up for second season yeah yeah okay so euphoria was number four for me number three this is number three so this is how you know like when i tell you what my number three is you're gonna be like no shit that could be number one but there's two more things ahead of it go number three Toronto Raptors playoff run Whoa. on Sportsnet and TSN. Yeah. Any other year. They wouldn't have made the list. Well, they, yeah, they wouldn't have made the list because they wouldn't have made it out of the first round. Yeah. But go back and listen to We the Champs to hear like the crazy story of that magical two-month run that, oh. where it captured the heart of the city. Ooh, good catch. But it was just like, I feel like after the first round, the first round you didn't really watch. Again, we've recapped this because why would you? It's Orlando. And yeah. But then it's it's when they made it to the second round and mm-hmm. Kawhi made the shot and then you're all we're all invested. And third round, we have tickets to mm-hmm. it. Milwaukee, we're going out to like bars with friends. Yeah. And then they're in the finals. And it's just like stressful. for two straight months. Like this was all we were thinking about. She's like, oh, the Raptors playing tonight. I hope they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So that was number three for me. Okay. Would they have made your list? Yeah. Yeah. Number two, a former number one for you and it might be your number one. But I feel like our top two shows should be the same. Oh, boy. Number two, mm. Jersey Shore Family Vacation. That's my number one again. <laughs> For two straight years. So uh, I'll say it right now then. My number one, yeah. Mindhunter. That's my number two. That's right, yeah. <laughs> also, another one of your former number ones is Mindhunter. Totally. 
But it took so long off. Okay, so do your number two. Okay, so Jersey Shore. It didn't family even, vacation. Big family vacation, sorry. It didn't make my list last year, but it should have. I just, I don't even think I thought about it. I think you're just like, of course Jersey Shore is number one. I'm like, 100%. Oh, shit. Like, what the hell? Who are you? So, it's the only show we live tune into outside of the, the Raptors. The Raptors and, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. But yeah, family vacation. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention to Bachelor in Paradise because it's season it was quite... It made my list. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. Not an what do you think man. we were watching against fucking Toronto Raptors? That's true. Bachelor in Paradise. My God. Okay, so family vacation. This season, this this year, they did the episode where the episodes where Mike gets married. Those are some of the best. Like, there's like three straight up. Hundred percent. Again, we did three podcast episodes about getting married. Jersey Shore does three episodes. I don't know who did it first. We did. <laughs> But those were some of the best episodes totally. where his wedding was. They did a performance. We, we did, did a, a performance. performance first. They uh, brought out a rapper. We, we rapped. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so much fun. And yeah, it's it's like we're rewatching Family Vacation right now. Mm-hmm. Like we rewatched all of the original Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. That ended. We just watched the episode where Ron in season one with French Fry. And now his <laughs> pregnant girlfriend's there. <laughs> it's just, it's good. And I got to tell you. I, even like the last few episodes with Angelina getting into fights with Jaywell. Totally. Like, I kind of like Angelina now. She's hilarious. Yeah. Whereas and before it, I hated her, now I like her. And the season is also, like who knew they were in season three of Family Vacation? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Because every week we're like, is this the finale? Is this the finale? Yeah. This show just keeps going for days. Keeps going. And then we have to look forward to Mike getting out of jail. Yep. Ron getting arrested. Yep. Uh, Jay Wow's divorce. Jay Wow's divorce. Angelina's, Angelina's ba- wedding. Wedding and bachelorette party. Yeah. I'm still gunning for Sammy to make a guest appearance. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. So that was my number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about it or like? Go for it. No, I, well, I just talked about why I love Jersey Shore. Oh, okay. If there's anything else you no. want to add, so that was your number one show. <laughs> so number one for me was Mindhunter. Yeah. So I think Mindhunter, you loved love season one. Yeah. I loved it as it went on. Yeah. And then I found, I just love the uh, Bill. Yeah. I love Holden. Yeah. Those two are my favorite. So then when this show, as you me- kind of mentioned a few minutes ago, it took like two years off and you kind of forget. It's a lot like Mr. Robot, Stranger yeah. Things, any of those shows that take two years off, you yeah. kind of forget what happened. Totally. But as soon as the show started backed up, ba- started back up, I got so happy seeing Bill and Holden. <laughs> like Bill may be... Maybe my favorite character is Bill. Like I, I in general or on the show. Maybe in general. Wow. He might be my favorite on, currently on TV. Yeah, he's so even. He is. He's just like such a nice guy, but then you feel bad for him. But he's a badass. Totally. I just love that show. Like mm-hmm. that was the one show. I'm like, oh, I could watch this all today. Yeah. I had to stop myself. Be like, okay, let's only watch one episode a day. And I love the. I love season two more than season one. Really. Yeah, I I just love the show. I think it's because of the characters and yeah. So it was my my favorite show on TV. It's probably my current favorite show on TV. The episode with Charles Manson was like outstanding. Yeah, I will say I really hope they don't take two years off again. I know that's that is the one thing. It's like oh, just don't take two years off. It's so tough. Totally, and it's also like you're not really writing an original story. So yeah. like, and it's eight episodes as well. Thank it's you. like come on, so. Okay, did you want to say anything else about Mindhunter? Nope. Okay, so let's go through your list then. So the only ones that were missing, and obviously Jersey Shore Family Vacation was my number one. Yeah. Um, we spoke about Bachelor in Paradise. 
Like, yeah, we like, come on now. Like, I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's like that show one is so funny. And it like, is. we don't watch it, it like we watch it in real time, but we fast forward. Yeah. The a lot of stuff, stuff, the boring stuff. So it's probably like if the show is an hour, we probably watch like 33 minutes. Yeah. Of the show. Well, it's um, actually it's two hours. And oh, we okay. Probably we watch, watch, about, watch an hour. Yeah, an hour of it. Um, So Bachelor in Paradise made my list. Mr. Robot also made my list. So, However, yeah. I think I, the article I read last night made it more. <laughs> made it on your yeah. list? The only reason I didn't put it on was because we're not through it yet. Mm-hmm. And originally it was on my list, but I swapped it for last week tonight. Yeah. So I will say honorable mention, Mr. Robot, again, took two years off. Mm-hmm. You kind of forget what happened. But episodes like last night, we watched season four, mm-hmm. episode four, where there are like this journey through the woods was mm-hmm. really, really good. So, so good. I'm I still sh- have to tell you about the article I read. Oh, yeah, you got to tell me about it. So Mr. Robot definitely, I, I definitely would love to go back and watch season one again. Totally. Okay. Again, it takes too much time off and it then does. it's like freaking Rami Malek is like making Freddie Mercury Yeah, films. he's like a big movie it's star like, now. I don't want to see this. I just want to see you finish the Mr. Robot storyline. Yeah. Okay. Um, Another great series that was not on your list but should have been actually the last two um, in no particular order double shot of love yes yes sorry that one was uh, i kind of put that in with the family vacation it's, you can't it so i liked that a lot mm-hmm. it was a great way to like bridge the gap between seasons of jersey shore but part of me was like why can't they leave this house yeah well 100 percent. so this is Vinny and Polly d like searching for love yeah and like again it, it was great though it was like much like i can't remember what we were talking about but it was like oh when we watch when they see us yeah so, <laughs> very different shows very different show but it was again at a time where it was a little bit sad in real life sure. and john's like i have the best surprise for you oh that's and right and then i was like what is it yeah. and then it was like oh because we were so sad jersey Shore had just ended and to your point it would fill the gap which was great that's right so I didn't tell you I'm like okay uh-uh. we have I have a mystery show for you mystery to trust me show. I turn it on and it was double shot of love and again that show went on for like three months and oh, it's just like when does this show end <laughs> yeah. but the best part about that show is when it did end Jersey Shore Family <laughs> Vacation started <laughs> so. did you I was on the PVR down or on the Ignite TV mm. yeah I don't know who that guy season one of Family Vacation 15 episodes season two was 27 episodes <laughs> yeah and we'll watch it all like honestly if they don't win an Emmy for best reality TV oh, it's fucking stupid okay and the last show that wasn't on your list but it was probably like number like three or four on mine really Lifetime movie, aka Netflix series, oh. You. Yeah, I think the reason why I didn't have You on there was because of Euphoria. And, and the very similar shows where you kind of like got to go for the ride of You. Yeah. I liked it. I loved the main guy. It was great. Penn Badgley. Penn Badgley. Fantastic name as well. It was a fun show. I'm excited. I, I, I don't know if I'm excited for the second season because I feel like it's going to be weird. Oh, it's 100% weird. I think what I loved about you, and I, we obviously reviewed it in season 18, season 17, is that, um, sorry, I'm no, like... that's okay. Crushing your foot. What you're going to call it, is that it, it, it's a common story theme. However, it's so funny in certain parts, sure. but then so wickedly dark and gory in other parts yeah. that I'm like, oh my gosh, the story, this like series has everything. 100%. And I'm so grateful for Maddie and Ferris telling me about it at Sean's house. Is that when you found out yeah, about it? Yeah, I think it was during Super Bowl. Interesting. Yeah, I think that is when you found out about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anything else nope, on your that's list? that's it. Those are my 10. Okay, so I think this is a good time to go to our final category. Best songs. Which is best songs of 2019. Get those headphones ready, bitch. This is the best songs of 2019. So 
how do you want to do this? Uh, do you do you want to start saying some songs and then me do it? Or do you yeah, want we can go, go one for one. Because I think so. The only question is, I know, I'm pretty sure I know what your number one song is. Mm. I don't know if if it hasn't been already banned of the week this season. It'll be we'll do your song. So I feel like maybe I'll do my list, and then okay. that way we can end with yours. Okay. And I don't think we'll have any similar song. Although there should be one song at least. Okay. So my number 10 favorite song also is my actual favorite music video of the year. Mm. And it's Floor Seats by ASAP Ferg. No. Uh, you love the ASAP mob. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were going to cough there. Obviously, you love ASAP Rocky. I think you like ASAP Ferg. Totally. You like his song before. This song is an awesome song, and I had it on repeat all year and I love the music video. I remember showing you the music video being like, oh, this is so cool and I want to do some edits like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, number nine, they were they made the top 10 albums of the year. It's the song Turn the Light by Karen O and Danger Mouse. Ooh. So again, it's, it's basically Broken Bells with a female singer. Mm-hmm. Very cool uh, electronic pop space rock. That's yeah. the way I would describe that. Ooh, number eight, is a song I'm obsessed with right now. Mm-hmm. And it comes from my number one album of the year. So it's the song Heaven Knows What by Holy Ghost. Cool. So I could have chose any song off that album. But this one I quite like a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit slower. It's not as like big, dancey, and pop. But it's still it's like a cool five and a half minute song. Which great chorus, great bridges, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Number seven comes from the season of Euphoria. Oh, and yeah. it's technically, I guess, a remake song. Mm-hmm. It's I'm Not In Love by Kelsey Lou. Yeah. So who sings the original? It's like an 80s song, right? Uh, I'm Not In Love. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, I'm not, not in love. love. But she does like a very cool indie pop, dark, dank kind of version of it. And it's like a seven minute song. And it was so cool. 10 cc yeah no idea but it the reason why i loved euphoria is they would do these unbelievable music montages and they Mm -hmm. did one in one of the last few episodes to this song i'm not in love cover by kelsey lou and i highly recommend you guys go check it out it's really good her album was good too yeah we listened to a bunch of it didn't we yeah it was really really good Number six, and this better be on your list. Oh, no, sorry. You have a different song by them. Mm. It's Are You Bored Yet? By Your Boys and Wallows. No, I took it off my list. What? No, you put a different one on by oh, them. Oh, okay. Fine. The Benjamin song. Oh, boy. Fun indie pop band. Jan's uh, like, oh, I just might as well get you tickets for your birthday. Now. I can't listen to this band around you because you make fun of me. You roast me for them. Yeah, because you love them. This I is like the them. only band where we have five songs by them on our current playlist. <sighs> They're a great band. I just don't want to see them live. Uh, That's the end of the story of that. Okay. Number five. But you wouldn't be opposed to it if I got you tickets. I don't want to stand with a bunch of 17-year-old girls. I'll sit on the balcony. Fine, I'll go see them with you. Fine. Fine. Number five, I had to choose. Uh, I loved all his songs, but it's the song What's Good by Tyler, the Creator. Okay. Just a great song. Just a great song. Uh, he raps, he sings, it's high energy, it makes you want to fight someone. He's Chance the Rapper of today. No, he's better than Chance the Rapper. Whoa. I like him more than Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper didn't even make my list. He could have. He could have, but he didn't. But I like Tyler, the creator, better because he also produces his own music. Who produces Chance the Rapper? Yeah, he just gets a bunch of producers. Uh-huh. But Tyler, the creator, actually plays all the music himself. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like That'll give him bonus points. Exactly. He's an actual musician as well. Whoa. 
Number three, no, number four on my list、mm. is、uh, too cold. Your hands, so I'm gonna get, ask you politely <laughs> to take those off. Who's that man? <laughs> too cold. Your hands. <laughs> I had to choose,、mm. but it's your boys, Tame Impala, with their new song "Borderline." Oh yeah. So they put out three songs this year. I think you like Patience better. Yeah, I like Patience. I really like their new song they just put out like two weeks ago.、Mm-hmm. But my favorite by far is "Borderline,"、mm-hmm. and it's one of my top songs of the year. It's It's、uh, classic, Tame Impala. It's something danceable and fun and funky. Okay. My top three were very tough.、Uh, number three, no sneaking a no, peek. No, let's see. Number three is Boy Bye. Oh, by Brockhampton. By Brockhampton, and I feel like these top three. I'll just quickly play like a little snippet of them because they're that good. Okay. So, well, then I have to rank mine. Yeah, yeah. Rank your top three. But again, Brockhampton is the boy band rap group、mm. who have an awesome album,、mm-hmm. and again, they just sound different. So this is just like, oh, this song—that's wrong. That's, that's big wrong boy.、Song. Here. Just like such a cool beat, right? Okay. There you are. You like this song. I do. Anyways, I'll stop playing it then. Number two is this is where I had to struggle between number one and number two.、Mm. Number two is local natives. When am I gonna lose Which you? Which is my number two. That's your number two. Yeah. That's not your number one. No. I thought that was gonna be your number one song. Negatory. So should we play a little bit、yeah. of it? Do you want to talk about why you like the song so much, or? Well, it's kind of what I said before when this album was like up there for my best albums of the year. It is very.、Um, it feels like the XX. It's a great like nighttime song. I also feel like it's anthemic in a cool indie way. Yeah. So here's like a little preview of what the song sounds like. Yeah, I wonder if they came already. But there's such—it's just like such a catchy pop indie、mm-hmm. rock song that it's so good. They have some other songs on their album that would be good for sizzle reels. Really? Yeah. I have to play them for me afterwards.、Mm-hmm. So I struggled with that. Should that be my number one song? But I was like, if I'm going to be truthful to myself, the number one song has to be a song that I've listened to every single day since、oh, the song came、Lord. out. And you might not agree with it, and your friends might not agree with it, but I don't care what people say.、Ugh. My number one song of the year, The Baby, is "Shug" by The Baby. Oh God! The Baby is a huge, huge rap star right now. He、mm-hmm. broke out on the scene. Also dropped two albums this year. Okay. First one called "Baby on Baby," which is what has the song "Shug." Okay. And his second album was called "Kirk." <laughs> <laughs> But I saw the music video for this song,、yeah. and the music video was so good, and like he's just like playing a comical character that made me love the song so much.、And、That's I, fair. I love the beat, and ha- he does a dance I want to teach to Savannah, where he just does this. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> But because you're gonna have the number one song,、mm. let me just play everyone like a quick sample of "Shug" by the、okay. Baby. Okay. Okay. Guess who made another one? I should. Yeah, yeah. Young CEO. Sure. 
first nigga play on my body a nigga. I just check my balance, I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch, get caught with your hoe when I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Anyways. Bobby that's a taste of the baby shook anyone who's a rap fan will know the baby and if you don't it you definitely suck. got when i was looking up like other songs that i've listened to this year it was definitely up there on like the 100%. most played songs yeah, he's of the year he's a huge star right now the baby he's coming to toronto but i don't need to see him <laughs> I love it. so i feel like just going back to your local natives question they're coming to vancouver and they're coming to montreal but so far there's nothing for dc for 2020 Huh, what about Toronto? Because we don't live in D.C. No, I just said they're coming to Montreal and Vancouver, but they're not coming. Oh, shut up. <laughs> You're trying stab, to go. Stab See? you. Sometimes I'm, oh my God. Last episode of the season, first time ever. I want something. Stab, stab, <laughs> stab. stabbing me with your knife. That's an apple pencil. Oh, it's sharp like a knife. Um, okay, so what do you got there then? So in, in no particular order except for top three. So one of the songs that I love by a band that we really like is Such a Shame by Chain Gang. Oh, of 1974? Yes. Yeah, they, they again kind of remind me of a little bit like St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. Dream, pop, synthy, 80s feel to them. Just like an awesome, awesome guy, singer. And then I think what I love about the song is, again, it's like, you're not deviating from what you do well. Exactly. Right? It sounds just like said album from like three or four years ago. I'd say his biggest song, and you, people may have heard it in commercials, but the song Sleepwalking, Sleepwalking by, yeah. Ch- by Chang Gang in 1974. Go yeah. give it a listen and listen totally. to Such a Shame. And then also cut a sizzle reel to it. Yes. Um, the next one I love, um, what you call it? Uh, what you got there? The next one that I love is, um, and we spoke about this, their album was one of my favorite albums. There's that kid. There's that kid. Don't He's like, a car. Great. Um, is Needle by Needle. Middle Kids. Ooh. Yeah. And so it's a really great song. Again, it sounds like the best parts of um, Star's Robot album. Yeah. And then also Haim, also Joseph, like White Flag. It's, like it's, it's amazing. Um, check it out. It's great for fall into winter weather. Perfect. Um, I also had Do This by Holy Ghost, which I feel like yes. you spoke about. So, yeah. um, that, so my song was more of like a slower song. Do This is, is definitely it, like they're, they're quintessential dance song Absolutely. by Holy Ghost. So check that song out for sure. Best album of the year, according to me. <laughs> You're kidding yourself if this didn't make your list. Which this, one? This is exactly like reality TV when I put it on my list because I'm not ashamed to admit things. <laughs> I just so, said the baby is my favorite song of the year. Yeah, what am I so ashamed of? Probably so did Pitchfork. So that's oh where you know you're, you're posing. I know. Um, Which one? My favorite song is one of the biggest bands in the world. Uh, Korean pop sensation, oh, BTS. Boy. boy with Love. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome song for sure. Of course it's an sure. awesome song. Guys, yo, straight up. This song is on like all the best um, playlists we have right now. It would have played at our wedding. That's true. Fact, it played at Richard and Vivian's wedding, That's and only true. me and some of said friends were into it. <laughs> it <laughs> so. was pretty good when they performed on SNL. That's the only time I've ever heard that song. Like, yeah. This song's pretty awesome, yeah. for sure. So good. Um, obviously, Lizzo made yeah. my list. Um, her song, Juice. Yeah, I think, you know, I was going to say, Lizzo, I just put her whole body of work as album of the year, so that way I kind of didn't have to put her as like, a song. I put her whole body, body on. <laughs> but yes, like, Juice, perf. Juice is definitely one of the best songs of the year, hands down. Um, another one that I love is, um, and I'm probably surprised you didn't put this on, but I know it's just the single, the whole album hasn't dropped yet. Mm-hmm. So Summer Girl by Haim featuring Lou Reed. 
I actually don't love the song. Really? I think I like it because it samples Lou Reed. I think so. I like it. I don't love it. Why? I don't know what it is. I just don't love it. I like okay, it. Okay, that's I like fair. It. Yeah. Um, I'm not putting Wallow's Remember When yes, on you, it. Yes, you Well, you just did now. But it makes me now. think about my best friend running in that video. Okay, so, and you do love that song. It's also in our wedding video. Oh, so you're also a Wallow's you fan. You put it in there because you love that song. Because it was, per- and did it not work perfectly? You'd make it work even if it didn't work perfectly. Okay, we're both Wallow's fans. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Just stay there. <laughs> so then. What else you got? Um, the next one I love, and again, we spoke about it. Um, his album made my best of. Um, it is Make It Better by Anderson Pax featuring Smokey Robinson. Oh. I think we had it at our, no, we didn't have it at our wedding. No. Did we? Did we have an Anderson Pax song though? We I think did. we had Tints. Tints. Yeah. Yeah. So that made the cut, Definitely. which was great. Check that one out. Um, obviously. So now here's where we go into legit shit. So, okay. um, oh, I thought you were going to pause. No, no, no. Keep um, okay. So Wilco okay. dropped their album also on my best of 2019 yeah. album. And the song that I love is Everyone Hides because it's a bit more. Is this a top three song or no? No. Okay. So I won't play it then. This is, um, it's a bit more poppy-ish. It feels like whole love, I yeah, would say. Um, a bit more Jeff Tweedy at his best. I feel like it's a perfect walking in the sun fall song definitely i agree with that that's probably my favorite song off their new album as well okay so here we go top three songs okay so while it's not my favorite song by said band (laughs) okay it's my favorite one of my favorite songs of the year okay so see you through my eyes head in the heart is number three oh okay let me let me cue that up so what do you what do you love about this song so i think what i love about it again head in the heart is and it's the same reason I bring the, this band to the studio when the guys and I perform. It's like they each each instrument has a distinct part. The vocals and the harmonies are killer. But I like it because their songs are very like storytelling songs. Yeah. Um. So, no, I think it, it goes all over the place. I love the harmonies. I love the musicality. Here's a quick preview. Was this their single? Uh, one of their singles. I just heard the female singer for the first time. <laughs> I do like that song. Great, great song, great song. Um, okay. okay, and then the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop doing that oh number two number two. Oh, that was local natives yeah local natives yeah when am i gonna lose you yeah which we played which we played which was great and then i don't even know what your number one song you will also made it in your favorite video or movie of the year also was part of um yeah apple's yeah latest releases in september okay featured in a commercial but it was, you put it in our actual wedding video back in April? Sorry? Yeah. It is, do, 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 Sympathy by Vampire Weekend. Wow. And the reason I love this song so much, one, it reminds me of the Gypsy Kings medley. Yeah. <laughs> Two, it goes all over the place and it's like, 
possibly like its own mini pocket symphony mm-hmm. pulled together. Definitely. Then three, I love it because it's obviously the backing track to our band performance in the wedding video. 100%. I have to double check that we didn't, let me just make sure I didn't actually put this as one of the bands of the week. I was just double checking and we have not made this the song yeah. of the week. So these guys will definitely ride out the podcast this season. Also, let it be known what? that my six and now seven-year-old nephew can play Vampire Weekend on piano. Wow. Just saying. What else? He can also play... Oh, that's... Wasn't there another band or is that he it? He played Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with all the things you said about this song. It's the reason why I put it in the wedding video is because it's mm-hmm. so badass and it's just... It sounds so different from Vampire Weekend, but it sounds perfect. Like, it just yeah. such a cool album. They need to perform on SNL. Maybe they will. Like, and now I just need a YouTube a video of them performing the song. I know. You want to see how they yeah. do it live? Yeah. yeah. I, know, I wonder what songs they would do live. Harmony Hall and probably yeah. a few other ones. That's the so. one Ben can play. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that does it for our list of... Ooh best everything and if you send me those lists of your stuff yeah, you, you should post my list how i wrote it yeah. versus your clean one well i have i make it i make a wordpress uh post so that way it's all nice and clean in there <laughs> but yeah you guys go to wordpress and search live 605 i'll also post it on facebook and instagram but it'll have all of our lists of everything in the proper order and you can preview everything which is great but I think we did a good job with this year's yeah, best of list. I think we did such a great job. I think it'd be hard to argue with, with us what we put on there. I think it's pretty badass. Thank you for the list. And yeah, I don't know. This is this is it. This is the end of the oh! season. No more 605 for 2019. Wow. It's going to be 2020 and that'll be our seventh year. God. Seven year. 2013 is when we started. So That's crazy pants. I know. And... Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we end this thing? Not really. I just think it's been such an incredible season 18. Um, appreciate all of the new listeners, old listeners um, coming for us like on the ride. Yeah, this for year sure. it's been a little crazy, um, but super fun. And there will be no shortage of stories going into season 19. I'm sure. Yeah, and go back. Anyone who's new to the to this season, go back listen to season 17, 16 to hear all like the engagement stories and just. Mm-hmm how everything came together and if you like those then go back and listen to any episodes they're all mm-hmm. badass fun and great so <laughs> i think this is it i think we should end this bad boy yeah but we didn't give our contact information in the beginning so if you want to go <laughs> check out what we did in season 18 right follow me at val gomez 23 on instagram twi- tiktok and TikTok. twitter are you on tiktok yes i didn't know you had an account i didn't know you had an account you need an account. I will sign up for TikTok and we will post some fun shit on there mm-hmm. then. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And then follow us on Twitter and Instagram for the podcast. And Facebook is just search live at 605. Mm-hmm. And we'll post this complete list. And there's so much fun videos and pictures and shit that we post on there. So mm-hmm. why don't we end this? But you get to queue up the band of the week then. Woo! The band of the week by one of the top albums of the week. My song of the year is Sympathy by Vampire Weekend. So let's give it a listen. I'm so excited. Well, that's it. I think we're all done now. So until next season, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Belle. Be easy. See you next year. My
John Mallon and Val Gomez. 